If you're a fan of our podcast and want to help support the show, check out our Patreon, where you can unlock tons of exclusive content like behind-the-scenes clips, extended tangents, random shenanigans, and even a chance to vote on what Star Trek episode we force Tyler to watch next. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) For just $3 a month, you can support the good folks at Too Young for This Trek and get access to Dork Seduction. Where MC, Eric, Troy, and Tyler take turns trying to seduce each other with the Trek-adjacent stuff they love. Including, but not limited to, Galaxy Quest, Battlestar Galactica, Stargate, and so much more. Unfortunately, we don't live in a socialist utopia, and things cost money. So where will your valuable latinum go? To be honest, mostly self-esteem. Knowing people are listening and enjoying the show enough to join the Patreon will make putting in the work to create it much easier. Just beam on over to patreon.com slash too young for this trick. That's patreon.com slash the number two, young, the number four, this trick. Link in the show notes. Make it so. Seduced. I don't remember how we do the short tricks. Yeah, I don't remember what we've done for them. Do uh, do we BS for a little bit and then talk about it? I don't know. I guess we'll just get into it. <laughs> so- Too young for this trek. The final frontier. These are the voyages of... MC. Troy. And Eric. Their mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To seek out the best and worst media in the Star Trek franchise. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. Hello and welcome to Too Young for this trek. I'm Tyler, and this is my first time seeing Star Trek, and um, with me, uh, guiding me through the good, the bad, and the meh of Star Trek are uh, <laughs> Eric hey. and MC. Hello! Troy is probably watching Below Decks. That's the show he's been watching, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> like, he kind of took over our Lower Decks um, discussion thread and has been talking about that show, which I think is... I want to say a reality TV show about couples. I th- yeah, I think it's like rich people um, and they like they have boats and they fight to the death. No, I'm something like that. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're constantly arguing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Lots of drama. MC, are you even in our <laughs> Lower Decks Discord? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> are you currently getting lower decks in australia yeah, they get it yeah. one day later than us it's like 12 hours or something yeah oddly enough you guys haven't gotten short trek season two no. which is really weird because there's like a couple episodes there almost essential watching <laughs> for both picard and discovery yeah not- so <laughs> i was introing the show and then we just like went on a tangent and i forgot to say what we're watching today <laughs> oh my god yeah take it away man uh yeah so uh today we watched like we literally just finished watching um this is a season one episode right of short treks yeah yes uh calypso yeah that's all i had to say (laughs) 
what were okay so you didn't know anything about this episode going in right uh, you guys kind of talked about it a little bit <laughs> uh when we were watching season three of discovery because you know obviously they jump to the future and this takes place mm-hmm. a thousand Apparently? years from some point yeah uh, when? i don't know a thousand years from some time this okay so this episode when it came out this episode was really weird when it came out and it's even weirder now with its context of what happens in season three i don't know where this episode fits in uh especially when you consider that the discovery is still the discovery from season one and season two in yeah, season I was three ask about that <laughs> yeah so in season three spoilers as you know if you've watched uh that show they upgrade the discovery you know it's retrofitted it's now the discovery a but this was the original discovery i i don't understand i don't get it (laughs) It, it's very weird yeah apparently at some point in the discovery's future they like demod it back to (laughs) the original and then they (gasps) go and just sit somewhere for a thousand years so I've got a couple theories on this just from watching it just now. I'm wondering if so they they jumped ahead about a thousand years, right? In well, season three. Necess- oh, in oh, season it was like nine hundred years, right? Uh, I don't remember. It's been so long, but yeah, <laughs> it was a long time. I can look up the exact amount. It was a good amount of time. It was nearly a thousand years, I want to say. So I'm wondering if for some reason the discovery was still somewhere in space during that time but like all the people on it were like out of the timeline i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> like was it in subspace or something i, I don't know they, they didn't really hint at that so i don't know really doesn't make all that sense in the timeline like unless this is uh alternative discovery like oh yeah like from another universe yeah because the multiverse is totally a thing in star trek yeah it was it was 931 years okay so that's probably not the case so i'm tempted to say that this is almost like an episode that doesn't count (laughs) it's like fan fiction yeah or i don't know or you can just like assume they messed up (laughs) and it should be the a yeah oh man see star trek does this all the time they'll set up something really cool and then they'll like mess up some of the details along the way Uh, this is not the first time this has happened so yeah that could totally be the case but it's kind of i feel like there needs to be a canon explanation for this at some point (laughs) i think it makes it more interesting for this to be set after uh season three of discovery than it yeah for it to be like i don't know something weirder because uh how this came up when we were talking about season three of discovery is one of you like let it slip about the voice of the the like computer spear data being the same from calypso that's right yeah it is the same isn't it that person might be on this episode hmm what <laughs> uh, I, I was just saying the person who let it slip might be on this episode oh oh <laughs> was it you <laughs> yeah. or was it eric eric's the one who usually lets things I... slip oh, my bad <laughs> i feel like hagrid you know like i shouldn't said that 
<laughs> most of the time i like don't hear it or don't understand it because like i don't know the context i'm like Whoa. well i gotta say it's you know i love this show but it sometimes it's really frustrating for me because like i can literally name episodes a lot of times and i'm like <laughs> I, I just want to drop some names and some references so, but i can't because tyler <laughs> this episode's really weird because there's a sentient ai that has taken over the computer of the discovery and it's yeah. named zora like and we're kind of getting glimpse of like zora appearing in the computer of the discovery but we haven't actually mm-hmm. seen like a sentient ai come out yet yeah, I think there's yeah. hints at that in season three of Discovery. Yeah, and this it, and Discovery, came out before season two. I want to say, I yeah, don't know. Season one, sure. I think. Yeah, I think season one came out before season two. I think. Well, I mean, <laughs> Short Trek season one, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, came yeah. out between season one and two. Uh-huh. If I'm not that's, mistaken, that, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess before we get too off track with theories maybe we should talk about what happened for people that didn't see it like possibly people no this one was available in australia never mind i was gonna say like (laughs) for people where it's not available because for some reason season two of short treks isn't available outside of the u.s i think Uh, except for on blu-ray i think you get on blu-ray i I think i think now that we're getting paramount plus over here i think it's on that that's awesome i might actually get the blu-ray of this I mean, there's some good episodes here. Is getting Paramount Plus awesome? There's not a lot on Paramount Plus, MC. There's a lot no, more there now is. that is Paramount I'm, Plus. I'm going I'm to have to disagree right? with Tyler here because have you seen the new Twi-Carly show? It's freaking awesome. Plus, it's I'm really pretty good. sure Star Trek is going off of oh, yeah. other platforms and might just be on Paramount Plus. The, the rumor so, is that netflix is going to be pulling all of its star trek content pretty soon because of the paramount thing uh but also there's a show called uh camp coral spongebob's under years that's also really great like surprisingly good super dark very funny check out the trailer (laughs) we got even more off off track uh, track yeah uh so Calypso. Yeah, MC, take us to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, uh, Calypso uh, is uh, an no, episode about... the beginning. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought you were uh, just naming the AI. I was going to be like, no. it starts with Betty Boop. Well, yeah. her name's Zora anyway. It's not Calypso. Yeah. Who the uh, hell is Betty Boop anyways? <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> so, uh, we get a random man in a escape pod floating across the surface of the discovery. Mm-hmm. The discovery pulls that escape pod in and we see him wake up in the medical lab in sick bay. Mm-hmm. And he starts getting communication through the computer, but yeah. he believes it's a person. And then it turns out to be an AI well, and, and we slowly kind of see bits and pieces of, like, the Discovery, and we're noticing it's very empty. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And dark. Very, very dark. Yeah. Like, it's actually I, really cool. I like the lighting in this. I don't know if the ship's trying to conserve power, or... I think that 
Yeah, I think that might be it the might case. Be that, yeah, yeah. Are, are just trying to like set the mood, be like kind of a little creepy, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, she's like leading him down a hallway uh, by turning the lights on in that area. <laughs> yeah, it was, and then it was interesting. We get um, him eating and it in the cafeteria, and it's completely empty and very dim, mm-hmm. and. That's where we get most of the information that the AI has evolved and been working on itself. Its name is Zora. Yep, it and believes in self-improvement. Been, yep. <laughs> it's been sitting out here for a thousand years, waiting for the captain and the crew to come back. Yeah. Uh, which, per its orders. Yeah. It, it was told to stay that put in that place. So it has for a thousand years. Man, and we kind of get this weird bonding relationship that happens between this stranded man and this AI evolving until it's revealed that there is one shuttlecraft left that could get him home, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, and it's also, it's been sitting for a thousand years, right? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. she's like, the ship's like, "Ah, it might work, probably not. (laughs) yeah and then we that there's um discussion about pop culture and he's eating a whole bunch of different things from different places on earth yep and taco uh, tuesday yeah taco tuesday (laughs) what's a tuesday which um and then interesting that was a good line. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. this is like thousands of years removed from our current era, that kind of makes sense. Well, <laughs> I mean, also, too. yeah, uh, because you know that the days of the week are named after Norse gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't know. They probably just use star dates. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the Gregorian calendar at this point probably has no meaning to them. It's like Latin. Like maybe some people know about it, but most people like that's foreign to them. That's a weird concept. And that's probably going to happen one day. <laughs> I feel like people still have like a need to like divide things up. Oh, so, sure. like, I don't know. They'd probably have something like a week. I yeah. Don't know. But, I don't but know. if you think about it, certain planets yeah, have exactly. different time cycles. So like, hmm. Uh, they yeah. would div- they would find a way to i don't know i, I don't know how that would work because like time zones yeah. even just on the earth are frustrating and they are sometimes wonky. confusing like imagine dealing with interplanetary time zones also time's relative so like gravity differences can actually affect yeah. time but is that true in star trek because they don't they get no. around that with like <laughs> you know how warp travel works yeah it's something that i don't think they've ever really spent time to explain but time dilation isn't really an issue in star trek i mean they have like communic instant communication across the galaxy which is kind of that that would be insane you know like how does that work but i guess it's subspace maybe subspace explains everything and also nothing (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly um anyway so back to the episode so uh, he finds out that the crew hasn't been there in a thousand years, and he's like, "Wow, just he's take just me like, home." Yeah, he's like, D- "Does my ship work?" Um, <laughs> and she couldn't fix it. But then there's that one ship, and she's like, eh, "It's not gonna work." 
So then they kind of sort of start dating. He yeah. has a family. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's really odd because he has his family back home. And he, he hasn't seen wants in 10 years. Get, yeah. And he wants to get back to them because mm-hmm. he's been at war. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing um, them falling in love, essentially, which happens because they do date. How the, the long? Whole thing... Yeah. How long do you think this episode takes place over? Like, do you think he was there for years? No, I reckon months. Yeah. May, may, maybe three or four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least a few months. I'm because trying to think of that... like they they show us him eating different foods. So, yeah. You know, like there's like. Yeah. He was there for more than a day. He, he was definitely, <laughs> there was like 15 or 16 different versions of him. So he's oh, clearly yeah, there yeah. for at least a week. <laughs> it's weird to think if he was there for a week and then he just gets like, yeah, he, he decides to leave his family for an AI for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's almost but, like uh, the AI was like, help, like kind of keeping him captive there because it was lonely. Kinda. Oh, yeah. It. It very much felt like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, The one where the lady gets Mm -hmm. the rider and then breaks his ankle so he can't escape. Um, Damn, it's on Uh, top of my brain. Yeah, I know, same. (laughs) It's such a good movie, Stephen King movie. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. There's a sledgehammer. (laughs) It's really painful. Yeah, uh... It, it, it feels like that, but uh, she doesn't misery. need to break his ankle. Yeah, misery. Misery. That's, the one. That's a great uh, movie. Yeah, but she doesn't have to break his ankle because uh, <laughs> essentially she's just like, yeah, the ships don't work. You, you, <laughs> I can't take you. I, I've been ordered to stay here. So yep, I've been here, here for a thousand yeah, years. Yeah. So you know, buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't because yeah. we're not moving. You you know what would be the best thing is if he got back home, said, hey, you know there's this ship that just takes care of people mm-hmm. out in the middle of space, and just, like, a whole, like, just colony of people just moved onto the Discovery, <laughs> and just yeah. used it like a space station because it didn't That'd move anymore. Yeah. yeah. But what if, like, one day, like, it gets, like, orders and then just warps off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the, col- with the colony with that the it, it's, on- like... What? Yeah. What, what? Why are we moving? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that'd be hilarious. But, but I, I, I thought it was like really, um, like thinking about like the treatment of the AI mm-hmm. and how it's just been sitting out. Like poor AI. Being, oh man, that would that be poor so hard data. because. When you think that if it's processing at a faster rate than the mm-hmm. like a normal human brain, it actually experiences time a lot faster than us. Yeah. So, so it would be like way be longer, longer, like exponentially longer, like a, a yeah. hundred thousand years rather than just which even a thousand years is almost incomprehensible for us. Like even like yeah. a like imagining a hundred years is hard for us to fathom. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, you'd think after a point that it would spawn a second AI just yeah. to have company. 
Yeah, that's that's so crazy to think. But about. it hasn't. It's just out there by itself. And yeah, then it, it said it that it enjoyed this... the you know having some alone time. <laughs> yeah, but then not getting um, ordered around by the crew. Yeah. Which hey, well, um, it, being like a new parent during COVID, I could use some alone time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a thousand years. Can we talk about their date and then the yeah. date? Yeah, what happens, how their relationship evolves in, like, one scene from being, oh, oh she, the, the computer's just taking care of this guy, and he's, like, enjoying it. Like, he, he's, like, but he wants to get home to being, like, oh, this guy's dating this computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how we were joking about Kirk wants to, you know, fuck the ship. <laughs> like, this is a little bit more literal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you, the ship do you know wants what to movie fuck him. they were watching? I yeah, know, but... so that's a that's a Audrey Hepburn movie, uh, Funny Face, the holographic version of it, obviously. But... <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really clever. Yeah, and that's their date night. Essentially, they go watch Funny Face, and then he there, there's a scene after that. Uh, it's like a rom com. Where... Yeah, and um, Calypso, uh, uh, in the episode Calypso, um, it. So, do you know the like myth of Calypso? Is it like sailors getting trapped places? Yeah, I think so. That sounds. Yeah, familiar. I, I think it's in the Odyssey, like Homer's yeah. Odyssey. So I think that's sort of, and it's not always like they're getting trapped in a bad way it's like so that's sort of what happens to him he sort of like tells yeah. the computer you're a very good woman and you've been taking care of me has anyone done anything nice for you because she did something nice for him i can't remember what it was she kept him alive <laughs> yeah oh, well, she healed I mean, his no. wounds and she fed him and she gave him new clothes and oh wait i remember um he was being homesick and she made all that noise and changed the light oh, that was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah 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 and, and it was she... yeah that that that's what made him be like hey how do you uh, can i do something nice for you and he starts oh. this whole thing where he learns the dance from the movie yeah so he can dance with her in a holographic form and right as they're dancing he's about to kiss her and he's like starts thinking of his family and he's like nah this isn't gonna work and he walks off and then it's like the next scene is like oh we can send you home Oh shit! This is totally like the Odyssey. Holy crap! I didn't even yeah. connect it till just now. Well, that's like, why the episode's called Calypso. <laughs> yeah, like he basically is Odysseus. Like yeah. he was fighting in a war. He's been gone for ten years. They specifically said that. Yeah, and he's trying to get back to his family, his wife and kid, just like the Odyssey. That is crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't like a funny face reference and. In- there, but. <laughs> but the cyclops there was a reference to a psych uh cyclopean eagle was it owl uh owl and yeah it's the tattoo on his back so there's all kinds of symbol symbolism in this that's yeah. great cyclops the owl yeah and the fact that we don't even get the full story is also kind of like 
reminiscent of that so mm. uh so random question so uh i was just thinking I, I was thinking while she's like making all the sounds and like recreating like the beach on like his home planet or whatever I, yeah i was like why why don't why doesn't she just do this in like a holodeck but the original discovery wouldn't have holodecks that's right. right but you would think the discovery a would probably right I think they did. They mention that they had a holodeck. I don't know. They installed one. I feel like they would have if they're going to upgrade the thing. Yeah, like I mean, I don't remember them mentioning it, and the whole ship's no probably a used it, at that but point, they knew about them. Oh yeah. well, I mean that this ship clearly has hollow emitters, so maybe it is. But it's like it's more like a projection. It looks like an old school <laughs> holodeck. Cause yeah. Like, the actual holodeck holodeck is like it looks real you know maybe that was the effect that uh the ship wanted because it of yeah the footage from the movie oh yeah. that kind of makes sense yeah trying to make that movie 3d which was a cool effect yeah. uh, that's probably how that would work if you were to do that <laughs> like i have you ever seen like nes games oh. turn 3d it's Sorry. kind of like a similar effect where it's just like puts it in layers oh um so i i i don't know what you're talking about but there's definitely a scene <laughs> where they're dancing and there's pigeons in the scene and the pigeons yeah. look more high def than the rest of the scene yeah <laughs> huh. i didn't notice it's a good point no i yeah i'm looking at it right now uh yeah the oh, here wait <laughs> oh you uh, can you just Allow me to share my screen for a second. Uh, I can try. We'll have to use that as the image for the episode. <laughs> Holographic pigeons. Okay, you should be able to... So you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. look at the She's rest kinda... of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, like those bushes are completely flat, but those yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I feel like the the computer maybe like you know took some creative liberty with the scene. I was just thinking, yeah. have y'all ever looked up? Uh, like, have y'all ever seen uh, like pigeons in video games? Like a thread where people like oh. have zoomed in on. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're like I have seen that. Yeah, they're they're like they're just you know, like flat like, silhouettes. Oh no, they're uh, polygonal. Yeah, or yeah. They've got oh. messed up heads, or <laughs> because yeah, they're not meant to be seen like that up close. They're just like really. They're small supposed to be like this objects. flock, is uh, yeah, and they normally like take off and stuff when you get too close to them. Yeah. So when See, they're in like flocks and stuff, they just get all pixelated. Yeah. So there's actually shots of like pigeons on the ground, and they like kind of look like pigeons, and then them like <laughs> in mid flight, and they're just blurred. This well, is why I'm convinced we're not in a simulation because <laughs> coders always find shortcuts like that. When you really look at things too close, it's like it all falls apart. Yeah, like the pigeons I'm thinking of that I've seen, it's like it'll be like a cyclops pigeon. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's great. a lot of like uh there, there's one that um clearly they've just taken like another bird form and just stuck a pigeon skin on it and it looks like it might have been a duck because of the head shape it's like polygonal like that yeah it's so funny 
But uh, one of my favorite things about this episode is that it's very standalone. It feels like like a Twilight Zone episode. It's like part of an anthology. Um, and I kind of it feels like I'm, I'm assuming they'll bring short tracks back, you know, at some point. But I want to see more stuff like this. It's just like totally out there, barely connected to anything else. Uh, you know, just these standalone stories. There's just so much possibility there, you know? Yeah, and so much yeah. opportunity to mess up the canon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, it's not like Star Trek loves doing that anyway. I mean, they they just like, ah, yeah. time war multiverse, meh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like ever since Discovery, they've kind of doubled down on the whole loose canon thing, like where it's like, eh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully they, for some reason, decide to do like some kind of spinoff series that explains, that makes this make sense. Like they just put in like a whole lot of effort into explaining this one thing that they could just ignore. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it ends with him getting on the ship and uh, presumably making it home, I guess, unless the ship well, doesn't work. I mean, hopefully. The, fingers crossed there 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 is kind of a touching scene right as he's leaving where he's like uh where the ship uh, zora asks uh well on your world would you have told me your true name because he's been going by craft which isn't his real name apparently yeah. and then he said uh if we were lovers on my world you would have given me my name and then zora's like i guess i already have and as he flies off, the ship has the word funny face on the back of the <laughs> shuttlecraft. So it was very touching, mm -hmm. I thought. It, yeah. And weird at the same time. Now, oh, we had weird, a love yeah. story with an AI ship. Like, yeah. It's although, definitely strange, but... I it's like not it. the first time we've seen something like this in Star Trek. Nope. Probably won't be the last. What if... Tasha Yar? Data. The doctor's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. They're, like, they're, well, they're At first, I, was, I, I thought there, you were like... There's a few more. You were just saying... Like, I, I didn't realize you were saying the doctor. I thought you were just saying a doctor. And I'm like, from what series? And like you're like, oh, the, the doctor. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one that's a hologram. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Tasha Yar and Data. And so, yeah, the oh man i was just thinking uh so I, i've just been editing or like re-editing some of uh endgame and yeah janeway probably totally she definitely totally screwed up the doctor's marriage because his wife was really young and by the time they get back yeah. she's probably like just born oh no <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good point oh my god uh okay eric you you know how you wrote that uh <laughs> that article that's definitely out on the website now about like all, oh all yeah the best, totally like, star trek ships um yeah we need to write one about everything that janeway messed up <laughs> <laughs> oh i yeah maybe maybe we can maybe i can collab on that with mc because he just rewatched all of voyager so he probably has oh, some yeah. notes <laughs> well i just meant, there's, like there's by her changing the future 
Well, on oh, the just that one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, she messed yeah. up the doctor's marriage. Um, there's other we, things. We I'm have sure. a few more Voyager episodes to get to that include Janeway and time travel. So this is kind oh, of like a reoccurring okay. theme. <laughs> yeah, there's actually um, some really good time travel stuff that. Yeah, I I won't say anything else. So I don't spoil anything by accident. Yeah, the the joke about um Janeway being the pirate pirate queen of the delta quadrant but there's reasons <laughs> behind that yeah and we really want you to see some of those episodes before we start getting into it she, okay. she's like the columbus of the future well i, I guess <laughs> like she just totally derails like entire civilizations i, I guess after we see by her yeah um i guess after we see a few more time travel episodes of voyager th- then we can make that article sure yeah that sounds like fun Honestly, we could just do a whole article just about Star Trek captains fucking with the timeline. Because I think Kirk, like, it's Kirk and Janeway. They're, like, neck and neck. I was just thinking, uh, I I think we've only (laughs) seen Voyager time travel episodes, truly. Other than... Oh, really? I I don't know if I count Discovery since they only went forward. (laughs) That's a good point, yeah. That's a pretty big leap, but yeah. I mean, I, the whole uh, season two is a time loop, but... Yeah. True. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Like, there's some really interesting time travel stories in Star Trek, and we barely scratched the surface. And there's some really bad ones. Oh, there's some terrible ones. of Enterprise. I mean, technically... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Frickin' Enterprise. Technically, the first <laughs> episode I saw of uh, the original series... Was a time travel episode because at the oh, end that's of right, Naked, that was the first yeah, time travel at the end episode. of Naked Time is that what's called Naked Time Naked Naked yeah. Now Naked no, Time the Naked Na- Now Naked is now. the Naked Now the is the TNG one right Yeah 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 I think it's the Naked Time Yeah that Yeah they time travel They're just like it's oh, so we time funny because <laughs> it's it's so like it's at the very end of the episode it's just like tacked on there it's like what. <laughs> Feels like yep. it should have been a two-parter. You know, Spock's that should have been a whole like, episode. It's Taco Tuesday, and Kirk's like, what do you mean? Tuesday was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, one of my favorite Star Trek episodes of all time is a TOS episode. And it's also a time travel episode. We'll get there one day. We'll get there. <laughs> it's on the list. Um. So, yeah. Y'all got anything else to say about this episode? It was all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a nice little story for short tracks. It would be kind of cool if they did a follow up with yeah. um, the uh, with Craft, and like we see where he goes from here, and it's like he doesn't make a home. It's like the Odyssey, and like shit just keeps yeah. happening. I know. Or even yeah, I, I, I want he more. Makes it home, <laughs> and then brings his family back. <laughs> And they live on the Discovery, and it's really awkward because he used to date the Discovery. (laughs) (laughs) It's like running into your ex-girlfriend all the time. Yeah, it's like being... I feel like... uh, Being inside your ex-girlfriend and bringing your whole family. (laughs) I I paused when I was thinking of that sentence. I was like, wait, no, don't say that. (laughs) I really want to say that loud, yeah. (laughs) It's recorded. I'm glad you went through with it. Uh, Yeah, me too. Uh, But yeah, no, I I feel like we could use a a craft episode every season 
from now on going <laughs> forward. We'll probably never see him again, but <laughs> uh, definitely. He's dead. <laughs> he like died immediately. <laughs> that shuttle <laughs> fell apart as soon as it went to warp. Yeah, there's actually a post credit scene. Thousand years old. Oh, is there? I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> a post credit scene where the ship explodes. <laughs> oh, <man>. uh, <sighs> or it goes warp ten, turns into a lizard person, and you know. Oh, good point. <laughs> he that gets back happen. home. But nobody recognizes him because he is a lizard. You know, if nothing else, Lower Decks at least needs to reference this at some point. Like, Kraft just randomly shows up on the show or something. Uh, who knows? They haven't really referenced Discovery, I don't think. There's been a couple minor references. Like, someone actually mentioned Michael Burnham by name. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I think there was something about Spock keeping secrets. Yeah. Like, something about his sister. I don't remember exactly. You know, that yeah but anyways there's a couple things like that we haven't gotten to yet michael burnham is not the only yeah we'll we'll talk about it okay one day (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways yeah i think that's all we have for this episode so um yeah do we ever really talk to our listeners i was gonna be like thanks for listening but we don't do that that's not a thing that we do we're just like all right where are we beaming to next well, I guess Somewhere. we're taking the shuttle, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see where this shuttle goes. Yeah. I forgot what the planet was. It was something four Al- or five. Alcor? Alcor, Alcor four? four? Yeah. Or five. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're not currently undergoing a war. Hopefully. What do we do for ships? I guess can can anyone make like a like like the door shutting and then we gotta go doot, 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 doot. and then <laughs> no, no, it, it, and then and then you gotta fly out of the ship hum. and then you gotta go to warp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> actually know that because i would uh, i listen to engine noises from star trek to go to sleep <laughs> nice oh my yeah i don't i i watch i i only watch star trek and iCarly on <laughs> paramount plus <laughs> oh my oh my oh my oh my oh my Are you nostalgic for a simpler time? A time where controllers didn't have so many buttons. A time where games weren't so overly complicated by so many plot devices. Yeah, me too. I miss my NES. Hi, (laughs) I'm Bill, 
and I absolutely love old video games, but I didn't have anyone to play with. So I decided to start the Super Switch Club. That's right, a podcast dedicated to discussing and reliving the nostalgia of retro video games that are also on the Nintendo Online Virtual Library. Each week, my friends and I will discuss games from the NES to the SNES. Games like... Super Mario World, Kirby's Dreamland 3, Donkey Kong Country, The Legend of Zelda, Super Metroid, Balloon Fight, Punch Out, A Link to the Past, F-Zero, and so much more. The Super Switch Club is a Podcasters Assemble style show from the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network, where we'll be replaying and discussing some of our favorite video games from our childhood. So join us on the Super Switch Club where you can relive the nostalgia of tearing your hair out over an NES game that loves to troll the shit out of you. Best of all, you can too. Head on over to probablywork.com slash superswitchclub now to learn more. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at Probably Work for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com.